Welcome to Miss, Ms, Mrs. Hello and welcome to Miss, Ms, Mrs. My name is Ayola Suleiman and I'm your host for today. Well, actually, I'm not your host. (laughs) (laughs) Technically. So, there's a bit of a spin on things today Mm -hmm. and um, I'm in the hot seat almost. Yes, you are. Um, I'll be sharing my story. So, with a good friend of mine, Samira, you've heard from her before, so she's back on the show today. She'll be asking me um, some questions about an experience that I'm going to share with you guys, and I hope you enjoy it, I hope it helps somebody, and yeah, let's get stuck in. Let's do it. Okie doke. So, obviously, you know, there's a lot of women that go through this subject that we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. And I personally shared my story when I did a YouTube video and I yeah. shared my experience with the hopes to reach out to women that have been through something similar. Of course. And, you know, ho- hopefully encourage them, uplift them and give them hope and let mm. them know that there's there's light at the end of the tunnel, basically. Exactly. And so I thought, you know, someone that's been through something similar, it yes. makes so much sense for you to open up as well and share your story. Yeah. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know what we're talking about yet, if you haven't looked at the title, we are going to be talking about... Miscarriage. Miscarriage. <laughs> so, yes, over to you. Okay, I'll okay. hand the mic over to you. Right. So for those who don't know, I'm married. Um, I've been married almost four years now. Um, I had a miscarriage in 2016 um, and it was actually I found out I was pregnant when I was on my um, anniversary holiday in mm-hmm. St Lucia enjoying oh, wow. the sun and all mm-hmm. of that <laughs> and um, you know I was on my excursions you know just doing your thing you mm-hmm. know wearing your nice cover up doing mm-hmm. your swag walking on the beach <laughs> all of that and it was all great and I just randomly I just kept feeling sick like you know mm. the whole morning sickness thing but obviously I'd never been pregnant before I didn't know what that was I was just like mm, maybe I ate something, ate something funny bad. today yeah mm. but then I realised it just kept coming and going randomly I was like what's this all about mm. but to be honest I wasn't sick so I just thought nah whatever I'll deal with it later you know enjoy my holiday for now mm-hmm. Did so, it cross your mind at that point or not at all? To be honest, I think it was probably slightly later. So probably a few days later when it just kept coming. randomly coming. I was thinking, hmm, this is a suspect. bit strange, <laughs> you know. Mm. I thought, oh, could I, could I be? I thought, nah, 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 nah. So I literally just thought, nah, and I just, I just left it as that. And I thought, regardless, even if I am, I'm not going to know now anyways. Mm-hmm. I thought, just no enjoy your holiday about it. and figure it out when you get back to London. Exactly. Mm. Um, so when we got back, um, I took a pregnancy test and mm. I found that I was, in fact, pregnant. Wow. So, me, myself and my husband were absolutely celebrating. I was jumping around the house like, Wait, oh my God. How long had you been married at this point? We'd only been married for a year, but, mm. and the thing is, it actually wasn't planned, mm. but a child is a joyous thing. I've yep. always I've always felt like that. So, though we possibly may have tried later, I don't know, mm-hmm. but at the time, you know, it was, I think the shock but excitement in the same in mm-hmm. the same breath. So I was like, oh my God, I'm pregnant. So at first we were like, oh, oh my God. And the next one I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and then I started celebrating. So when you think yeah, about it, was it great. like, yeah. oh, I'm actually pregnant. It was like, things are going to change, we're going to have a baby. And you mm. know, like when you think about babies, you generally, you'd think about good things, isn't mm. it? So babies make people kind of smiley and whatnot. So I was like, oh my God, we're having a baby. <laughs> all of that. Good. So I thought, okay, we're having a baby. So... Um, I started to download all the apps as you do, as like you, do. you know, try to get an appointment um, to confirm and whatnot. 
got the appointment and um, it was confirmed that I was eight weeks pregnant at the time. Wow. So, so I was like, oh my gosh. Gone. Yeah. So I was basically mm. two months and I had no clue and it, it didn't show neither. Mm. The thing is though, I was having like little symptoms. I actually thought my periods come in. Mm. So like I had like, for the ladies who know, I had like the kind of painful boobs. Mm. Like, ra- like it was really pe- like, yeah, very, very, tender. very sensitive, very, very tender. Like it was just like, Ugh, what is all of this? But Bloating? Yes, the bloating. Mm. But that was mainly it. So I was bloated and I had the, the boobs were like a big one for me. And then obviously mm. I was being sick. So I think that's when I was just like, mm, maybe. This combo. But no, I, I just thought it could be my period. Like, because sometimes I do get tender boobs on my period. So I thought mm. Mm, it might just be that. So I left it as that. Um, but then obviously it all started to make sense when mm. the, the um, test came confirmed. out. Exactly. <sighs> so... Um, where are we? So basically, going to the doctors, they confirmed eight weeks. But because it was so far off, um, they basically said they had to put me in for a scan. But it may be slightly Straight later away. in terms of, you know, generally, oh, you might have 12, 12, weeks. 12 weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they booked mine. I got the letter and it was actually in my 16th week. Wow. So I was like, well, that's a bit late for, you know, good UK. Come on. Like. weeks. <laughs> exactly. I'd been 16 weeks. So I was just like, well, whatever. So every day I'd look at my app and my, my tummy was like getting bigger, getting bigger and stuff like that. And I think I started to notice it more because I knew. Did you tell anyone at that point? So I did. So I actually was like, oh, I'm so excited. I told my, my parents, I told my husband's parents, I told like, I think two of my really, really close fr- friends, mm-hmm. um, my sister. So my family, my husband's family, and then a, f- a few of our friends, like really, really close friends. Mm-hmm. We talked and, you know, everyone's just excited. Oh, you know gosh, how it is. Yeah. Great. So... Obviously, um, I just look at my app. I constantly, like every night, I was my life is changing and it was so exciting. So every night I was looking, you know, it'd say like your baby's the size of an avocado or whatever. (laughs) And I'm all there like, oh, he's growing this now or she's growing that. Start imagining everything. Yeah, everything, everything. You know, when they start saying this is coming out, this is starting to form. Mm -hmm. It's just so interesting and you're literally following it. Every night I was on YouTube so, for instance, if I was 10 weeks, I'd type in 10 what weeks does pregnant. It look like? yeah. And I want to know exactly what yeah. it looks like. I want to know what's developing at this point in time. Mm. Every little thing about my body, about the baby's body, just everything. Mm-hmm. And I was so intrigued. I would be going to sleep at crazy times at night, oh very tired gosh. in the morning because I was just watching YouTube till I fell asleep, like all these videos and mm. whatnot. So I was just really excited. It was great times. Mm-hmm. So, fast forward a little bit. Um, we went for a, um, a scan just because I just went to early pregnancy unit. I just thought, let me just have a quick look, see mm. what things like. When, well, how and many then, weeks were you at this point? This is only probably a week. A week, a week after. A week after, it's about nine weeks. Okay. And they did the scan for me and they saw the sack. So you know how it is. They go, mm, okay, we can see the sack mm. now, blah, blah. I was like, okay, great. And then they were looking and they said, oh, baby's really small, so they can't really see much mm-hmm. because it's very early stages. But by the time I get to my um, yeah, actual, actual scan, scan, after 12 weeks, they'll be able to see much more. Hmm. So I was like, okay, fabulous, no problem. I was a bit concerned that she didn't say like, Oh yeah, you know, I didn't I didn't Everything know what to expect, but I just wanted her to say, Oh, it looks like some fab. sort of reassurance. Something, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause obviously all I have is a pregnancy test mm-hmm. and that's it. Do you know what I mean? But I thought, oh, it'll be fine. But so they didn't anyways, say anything concerning as well. No, it was mm-hmm. just kind of, oh yeah, you know. Um What about the heartbeat? Yeah, the, no, no, they didn't mention, they just didn't mention much. I think it was all very quick. They didn't mention much. They just said, oh, you know, it's all very small and everything looks all right. And they just left it at that. Mm-hmm. Usually, I don't know if you're meant to hear that early. I really don't know. Yeah, but mine, with mine, they did. At the beginning? A little bit more. 
like I think it's because I had had a miscarriage already. Exactly. So, so they, yeah. But I've have I've had a son now, mm. and when I had when I was pregnant with him, they constantly constantly checked Check everything him. because I had a miscarriage. Because they know, yeah. But I think because it's the first one, mm-hmm. they're not so thorough. Mm-hmm. But hey. So, anyways, um, you know, just waited, and I was def- I was getting bigger. My belly was getting bigger. My clothes oh my were a bit more snug. My boobs were getting bigger. Everything that changes in that time changed mm. and so it was the day of the appointment and we got to the hospital it was a working day so it was after work mm. went to the hospital and I was wearing baggy clothes by now so I decided to wear a bigger top um, mm. or dresses and stuff because I didn't it. want yeah like work I wasn't ready to tell anyone at work yet till mm. I was just give it a bit of time because I'd only recently started as well so it was all a bit like mm. 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 Here. <laughs> she started pregnant. Oh. Gosh. So yeah, so um we got there, my husband brought out his camera on his phone oh, and he started gosh. talking to the camera and he was like, Oh, we're gonna see you soon. So he's basically talking to our baby. No. Right. And he's like, We're gonna see you soon. This is me and mommy on a I think Thursday evening. We're in the hospital, we're just waiting to get this first scan. And it is he normally like that or he was just like I think excited. things that it's usually more major things, so like the wedding, and then mm. obviously this was like the baby. So you know things that are just very exciting mm-hmm. for a family. Big changes. I think thinking mm. you're going to be a father, of course, like it's quite exciting. So yes, he started recording, um, and he was just like, you know, we're going in soon. I, etc. I can't wait to see you. He said some really beautiful words. Mm. He's like, this is your mom. She's getting bigger. Etc. <laughs> so we're just laughing, you know, having a nice time in the lobby. Then mm. they called us in. So they call us in now. Ask me to lie down. Put the jelly. On my belly, mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called now, but yeah, jelly will do. I don't know <laughs> the, the liquid <laughs> on my belly that and cold jelly substance. Exactly. Yeah. And they start the scan. So as he started, he was like, oh yeah, we can see the sack here, blah, blah. So he's going, and my husband has the phone um, pointing at the screen at this time. Gosh. And he's like smiling and giggling and, you know, just so excited. And I think I had one doctor and another assistant or something in there. And so I'm just there looking at the screen as well. So he's showing me. And obviously, naturally, first thing you want to hear is the heartbeat, isn't it? Oh, so I'm gosh. looking at the screen and then he just goes quiet. And I was just like, mm. okay. So I'm like, <laughs> I was just waiting. I just thought, mm, okay, you going to speak? At that point, what did you think? <laughs> Did to be honest, I was looking or? at the screen and I couldn't make out what I could see. So obviously, you don't really see like a full-on baby at that point, but you would still see like something, something small to say yeah. that's the baby, isn't it? So I was thinking, I can't really see much, but I thought he'll show me when he, as he goes, you know, through his examination. But then he was quiet and he was like, it's probably quite for maybe two minutes, but oh it felt gosh. like half an hour Ages. in that moment. Because it was a bit like, why have you stopped speaking? And at that point, did your husband... Do you know what he did? Oh. All of a sudden, he just put the phone down. Oh, gosh. So as soon as I realised everyone was quiet, and then he just put the phone down, closed the camera and just put his phone down. I was like, mm, uh, this something's not, not going very well right now, yeah. Um, and then he goes, to be honest, um, Iola, you know, I'm just looking, and I must say, we can't quite see... Um, the baby, oh, um, etc, etc, and I was just like, okay, and it was just I, I didn't know I was, it was just new information, so I was just I was still just don't know how to process it. Yes, I was literally mm. just listening to words, but I hadn't really. I was just there, put it that way. Mm. So here's that. Do you know what? I'd like to do another kind of scan for you um, internally, just to be sure because it's a bit more thorough. I said fine, but by this point, I thought you had already. If you didn't see it, and yeah. I'm 16 weeks, like. There's no point. You don't That's need to the thing, force because it. Because you're so far gone as well. Exactly. It should be. It in should their be there. Face. Exactly. So I thought, do you know what? It's fine. Like, just leave it. But he was like, no, 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 let's do it. And you could tell that he really, it's like he really wanted to see a baby. He wanted to give mm. me good news. But as I made my way to go and change or whatnot, I already you just knew. had a feeling that 
there's nothing we have an really... instinct we yes, actually have an instinct once you know you know, you know. it's true unfortunately mm. it's true and it's hard but it's just it's just the truth right so um i came back and he had, he carried out the scan and again he was quiet now the silence in the room right you could have cut was, it cut you could cut tension. through it it is unreal like mm. you just know you already know that okay it's just this is not this good. is bad news and everybody's trying to i mean a doctor bless him like he really really want, like he really wanted to give me good news i feel like mm. he was going over and beyond and just like well just turn on your side for me oh, turn on this gosh. turn on that but i think and that kind of makes 16 it weeks. come on like mm. so i literally said to him it's fine it's fine I already know what you're saying. It's fine. So obviously my husband was just quiet at the time. We were just listening. So he goes, okay, um, someone's going to come out and meet you in the other room. If you can just take a seat there, ETC, because mm. I'm afraid there's, there's no, no baby. So I said, okay. So we got ready, went to the other room. And a lady came and um, she was like, hi. <sighs> Listen to this. Yeah. Mm. She goes, hi, I'm so sorry to hear that there's been no baby. So rehearsed. Then this is how she goes. We've heard there's bad news today and there is no baby. And I was just thinking, what's wrong with what's your temper? <laughs> what's wrong with your temper? <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like, obviously, in that time, it's sad, but I don't need you to come and speak like don't that on top that. of it. It was a bit patronising. Yeah. Like, it was very unnecessary. Like, are you okay, dear? All of that. Yeah. So she was like, mm. so baby's obviously not around now. We're going no, to need to talk about... It. I'm being serious. And she got quieter and quieter as she went on. It got to a point where I, I literally felt like, I can't even hear what you're saying. Mm. Like, I'm African, <laughs> babe. You need to... You need to be a volume. Speak like, up, like. <laughs> so she was literally like, you know... We're going to need to book you in for an appointment to get rid of everything no. else inside. You know, I know it's a lot right now. And she got quieter and quieter and quieter. And to be honest, I think I was just filled with frustration at that point. Because mm. I was just thinking, babes, like, You're just talk. Helping. Say like, what you need to say. I already mm. know what's happened. I mean, I think there's a way to be sensitive without being too rehearsed yeah. and being too like, I don't know there was something about it that Did was just to make bit, you feel like you're just another patient yeah like, it was she just said so this like come on before. this is not heartfelt you don't mm. know me you're not really like you know sobbing you in your really heart care, so you probably like, deal with this every day like don't do it like this mm. do you know what I mean like, it just wasn't really great obviously she said that and she's basically said I need to come in I think it was two days or three days later um, for them to because my body is still Thinks thought it was pregnant, pregnant. Yep. and that's where the problem was so my belly was still growing yep. the, the placenta was still there oh ready gosh. and full and you know everything that feeds the baby everything's intact yep. except the fact that there is no baby now mm -hmm. right so they basically said that what happens is sometimes the baby just passes quite early and it will mm. just come out and you won't even know because mm. it's that small mm -hmm. so that's basically what would have already happened and sorry to get into detail but before that, did you have any spotting or nothing? Nothing. nothing. So I, I don't know when. And the doctor said to me that sometimes when a baby passes, because they're so young, they just go back into the, into the flesh or into the muscle. Oh, wow. So the baby could still be there, but it's formed it's back there. into almost like oh blood. Gosh. Do you know what I mean? And it, you just don't know. Because yeah, obviously, think I, I didn't get any. How small it is at that stage? It's tiny. Absolutely tiny. Mm. So funny enough, we had That's arranged cute. to go for Turkish dinner that night because we were like, oh, we're going to see our baby. Like Aww. It was probably exciting for us in the morning anyways. Mm. And leaving, I was like, do you know what? Let's still go out and eat. Wow. Yeah, let's go out and eat. Like, we're gonna, only going to go home and like, things are going to be awkward. Let's go out. Let me get that lamb, you know. Let me eat that with some nice salads. <laughs> like, like some me. good rice, mm -hmm. you know. So I was like, let's go. So we went and we ate. And it wasn't really the most chatty. Because obviously we were both really shocked from the information mm -hmm. we had just received. And it was just a lot. So I think it wasn't the most chattiest of dinners. It was mm -hmm. just more, how's, you, how's your lamb? Oh. Yeah, yeah, mine's good. How's yours? Mm -hmm. All of that. Then we went home. 
So you so didn't we went speak home. about it at that point? I didn't want to. I just wanted to just eat. Mm. I just wanted to eat. I think at that point, I hadn't really processed. It was just a lot. So I just, just yeah, yeah, I just thought, you know what? It's fine. Anyways, we got home. Um, and then obviously it was just like, he was. my husband was asking me, how are you? you okay. And he was just trying his best to just make sure I'm okay. Mm. And to be honest, I still just didn't have any, I didn't know what to feel because I just, it was just a lot. I was mm. almost a bit numb. I just didn't know, didn't know how to, to feel. feel. Yeah. I didn't know how to feel. It was all really strange. And I think because I hadn't, you know, I hadn't had any spotting or anything that I could see Make to say. think in that way. Exactly. Or... So, you know, if you're told something, but you haven't seen it, it's almost surreal. Mm. So I was a bit like, I know this Did is a fact, it but or? it's not even that. I think I know it's a fact, but I just don't know how to deal with this because mm. I've got nothing tangible, tangible to really attach to it. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So anyways, you know, we spoke and just sort of chilled and watched a movie and just tried to comfort each other really um, that evening. And the next day, my husband had to go to work um, and I was, he didn't want to go. And I was like, just go. Like, it's fine. Mm. Like, it's fine. I, was, I didn't You're go into work. I was I'm going to go and get my nails done. <laughs> I was just doing random things. Take your mind off it. Yeah, I was just mm. doing random things. So the following day was the day of the appointment. And um, I remember the night before. So the day after this so the appointment scan. to remove yeah it was an appointment to remove but mm-hmm. basically just the day before that I remember saying to my husband that I really wish this appointment was the very next day because I think the worst mm-hmm. thing is coming home knowing that my body is still behaving like I'm pregnant oh, gosh. everything about me still feels very pregnant all the symptoms you get at this time is still very exactly but I'm not so I don't want to feel this if mm-hmm. I'm not if I'm not housing a baby I don't want to feel this if I'm not growing a child I don't want that to. That is a weird So I was like, I, wanna, I want to do this now. I want to get rid of it now. Mm-hmm. So obviously he kind of had to look like, babe, don't worry. It's just another night. Like, let's try and relax, you know, and whatnot. So we did. I didn't even think of it like that. That's yeah, it was a deep. lot. I think the mm. waiting, for me personally, everyone's different. And what mm-hmm. the parts they find the hardest is very different. It's mm-hmm. very um, sort of subjective to yourself as an mm-hmm. individual. But for me, just being there and playing this waiting game, but my body is still the same and my app is telling me that now he's the size of etc i was like no i just want to get rid of this i want to feel normal if i'm not pregnant let me just be iola yeah do you know i mean not a mum to be let me just be me Mm -hmm. um so anyways the next day was the day of the appointment and we went in and um the lady they obviously spoke to me told me what to expect and they told me that there was different forms of doing this and whatnot Mm -hmm. and they said that they were going to give me the pill which is inserted mm-hmm. um, and sorry to be extra guys <laughs> but yeah they're yeah, going to give like me a pill <laughs> and that um, it would just come out like a period that's specifically what the lady said so I said okay I said um, I drove here and I'm the one I'm the only one who drives at the moment mm-hmm. well at the time mm-hmm. I said so I said um, I drove here am I okay to drive, drive back or do I need to get a cab drive back or do I need to get a cab you know are we okay she was like no no it's fine it won't like you won't start the bleeding for Straight now away. you'll mm. start much later so you'll probably be home by then because i didn't live too far from the hospital uh, about 20 minutes drive maximum mm. so she said you, you'll be fine like, it's just like a period it's just going to come out generally and so is there anything to look out for she said no it'll just be like blood blah, blah blah so i said okay fine so we left and um i was making so as we left the hospital i parked about a 10 minute walk or about eight minute walk from the hospital mm. so we left and we were walking down and he was my husband just asked me how are you feeling and i was just like to be honest i don't know that like, my answer was very point, much i don't know you hadn't cried you i hadn't, hadn't cried Wow. I hadn't cried, not a tear. I think wow. I was still just... Numb to it all. Yeah, it was just... I just wanted it out. I don't mm. know why, but I think I just felt like if I'm not growing a child, 
restore Saturate my body to what it is yeah. yeah i don't want i felt almost deceived like my body's deceiving me it's yep. making me think that's exactly how there's I something felt. there that's not there it's like it's your body's lying literally to you, like, like you know so i just thought i just i just want to be normal that mm-hmm. was i think for me it was just i just wanted to feel like me and mm-hmm. then i could process everything that mm-hmm. was my my mindset at the time so anyways as we were on the way to the car I was starting to feel some pain and I was like, oof, oof, but I thought, they said it would start later. So I was like, telling my husband, I'm feeling a bit of pain. He was like, no, but they said it would start later. I'm sure it's probably just, maybe it's just started, but it won't really come out yet. I was like, fine. Me must have been five minutes into this walk and I fell on the floor on all fours on the pavement on the road. You are joking. And I was in agony. I was in absolute agony. I was screaming. Oh my so, you know, gosh. at first, I was still trying to compose myself. I mean, I'm on the pavement outside. So, like, oh my so I was kind of like trying to just, mm, what was you it? know, was firm it, it a little bit. Daytime? No, this is daytime. The sun was oh, up. This goodness. is daytime. Everyone's Me. driving around. There's pedestrians about. This is a normal Ooh. day. And honestly, I fell on all fours. My husband was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And he's obviously really panicking oh now. Gosh. Like, what's wrong? And I was in pain. And all of a sudden, I literally couldn't hold it. I was screaming. Mm. I was in so much pain. I was literally screaming. So thankfully, my godmother actually lives um, two-minute drive from where we were. So I think my husband was just thinking, we need to get away from here. And I literally couldn't walk. I just couldn't do anything. So he's like, do you want to go back to the hospital? And I said, no. I don't know why, but I just didn't want to be in that space. And I thought this is the process. So I just thought... Just allow it to happen. Yeah, I just need to get home, basically. So my godmom came and got us. Um, My husband called my godmom. She came and got us. She gave me some really strong painkillers. Took me home. Mm. so we got home and I was like okay at least I can just chill and to be honest this is where it all just kind of went downhill gosh (laughs) so my mum came round and whatnot, and then obviously I had to you know people are like calling and you know whatnot. Mm. so we told our our family that by the way I think my husband told them like by the way we've had a miscarriage unfortunately ETC Mm. and um, so you hadn't told anyone when you first found out I don't know. I think no. my mind was just, I just, Overdrive. it was it was very much about me mm. and just wanted to get my body back to normal. That was mm-hmm. it. Like, I couldn't even remember who I, t- I just didn't care yeah. <laughs> at the time. But obviously people need to be told we don't want the wrong messages like, hey babes, how's, how's it, it going? going? Oh, <laughs> exactly, gosh. all of that. Exactly. You're like, this is awkward. <laughs> exactly. So I thought, mm. So um, my husband obviously broke the news to a few people and um, funny enough, right, somebody, um, who really cares? And the funny thing is, people have different ways of dealing with this. Mm. She said, oh my God, like she called me um, and she was like, oh my God, I told you to take it easy. Like I told you, you were doing too much. Like, oh my God. Please honest, stop it. <laughs> I'm not joking. Like you were doing too much. Like, I told you, like, oh my God, I can't believe it. And the thing is, mm. she didn't mean it in a bad way. Mm. I think she was just shocked and sad for what had happened. But sometimes people don't process how, how it's going to affect how you. How it's going to affect you or how what they're saying is not necessarily the best thing mm-hmm. or best way to say it. Mm-hmm. But thank, in this time, I must be honest, I was so numb. I, I don't think I was even really listening. Mm. She was like, I told you, take it easy. And I was just quiet. And then my husband overheard and he took the phone and was like, no, 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 no. no. Really? Yeah, he was very... on the spot. He was like, I'm so sorry, but can we call you later? This is not ideal. You can't you can't be speaking to her like this. And then she realised what she was. She was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. He was like, don't worry, but can we call you later? Yeah. <laughs> so that ended. Finished now. Cancelled. Yeah, that was that. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, I was still just there, like, you know. So anyways, the, the bleeding oh has started. The bleeding has started. And for all you ladies that know about Tenor Lady, it's a very, very thick mm. sandwich towel. Mm. Very thick. Mm. So I bought the extra, extra thick one. And um, I was bleeding. I realised I was I was changing my, my pads. I was changing my pads every hour. 
because wow. it was literally Being so crazy. Tough. So I kept going and I thought, oh, hopefully by the evening it would just slow down. But I, I started to get really, really tired. So let's say I started... painful at that point? Or the pain it, I was in was... pain and I kept mm-hmm. taking painkillers and I was just lying down and I was just going to change and come back and lie down. I had no mm-hmm. appetite. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, I was just tired for some reason. So anyways, this continued on. Um, right throughout the day this continued on and then it, this is now probably night time so we're looking at like 11.30, 12pm oh so it's been day. the whole day now and now mm-hmm. the bleeding is so heavy I'm having to change the pad every t- um, 10 minutes because it was joking. soaking literally I was putting two together and it was soaking in 10 minutes mm. and I realised I was falling to deep sleep but I didn't realise because I'm losing so much blood my body was getting oh very weak gosh. for me I was just tired and I don't know if anyone's ever experienced this, but when you're so tired because of loss of blood, you're not thinking about, you oh my God, I'm delirious. tired because, yeah, you're mm. just, you just want to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I was falling into really deep sleep to oh the point my where gosh. my husband would have to time it and wake me up and be like, come, let's go to the bathroom. He'd have to walk me to the bathroom. I couldn't stand oh my straight gosh. myself. I was really, really weak. Anyways, I got really concerned and my mum was like, this is not normal. This is not, mm. this is not good. I think we should probably just get you checked anyway. So called the ambulance. I went into um, the ambulance and I'd lost so day. much blood the whole day so much but I was just so tired I couldn't snap out of this tiredness Mm -hmm. so anyways ambulance came they said yep you have to go back to the hospital they took me to the hospital and unfortunately hospitals being hospitals they had me sit in A&E on like a it's like a pad to soak up everything Mm -hmm. which is really disgusting for um, two hours I was just sat there waiting to be seen they know what's going on and I was just sat there I just felt so I don't even know what to call it. I think mm. you just feel disgusting. Like, I just mm. felt like, I felt like Four I was a ounce of dignity. Every Gone. ounce of dignity. It wasn't even there. <laughs> like, mm. it was just not there. And I was thinking, I mean, it's one thing to go through a miscarriage, but I think this was just like, what is this? What is this? Like, I don't need this on top of it. Mm. Anyways, two hours later, I was seen by someone in the cubicle. They took me into the cubicle and they said, um, you know, they, they examined me and the lady said, um, do you know what? We're going to have to take you into theatre. Pardon? I said, uh-huh. <laughs> said, we're going to have to take you into theatre um, because, you know, it, you've got a lot of clots and it, oh, it doesn't gosh. seem like, you know, it doesn't seem like the pill that they're giving you is going to work. So funny enough, I overheard them saying I was not supposed to be given the pill at that stage because I was technically four months pregnant. I should have actually been taken through the surgery anyways, apparently. Oh, no. I don't know how far this is true. So, you know, the doctor came down. She was quite annoyed about the fact that I was given the treatment. Given given, yeah. Mm. So anyways, um, then another doctor comes in. She's like, hi, we're going to take you to theatre, but there's a five-hour wait because we have someone Is in theatre at the moment. I thought, in this whole hospital, do you only have one theatre? Oh, my god. Anywho, so basically, I had to wait for five hours. Now, two and a half hours later, remember, I'm still bleeding. I'm still in a lot of pain, but they've injected me with, I think, morphine or something to kind of keep the pain mm-hmm. um, because my muscles were contracting as though I was giving oh birth so that's the pain days. I was going through yeah. the level of pain was yep. literally the same in labour like, it is crazy mm. you remember yours yeah, surely yeah. there you go yep. okay so um, a do- another doctor came down and she said you know what we're going to try and see if, if we can get some of it out mm. <laughs> here because I'm really concerned about the amount of blood that you're losing so I said okay so and they it, tried. At this point, you weren't blacking out or anything. You're, no, you're but fine. I was tired. I was con- I was really, really, really tired. Mm. So they were constantly kind of waking me up, like you know, Iola, Iola, like oh trying gosh. to keep my, me alert because I was really just weak and tired. Just out of it. Just out of it. Mm. And they tried um, to see if they could get 
you know, the placenta and everything to just get these frag- fragments out and they couldn't. They asked me to cough and Isn't the that amount worse, of... Bl- it's worse. Oof. It's worse. I don't think it should be done, to mm. be honest. And it's like every time you're giving me a hope and then it's like, oh, so, sorry, sorry, this is not going to work. So after they could like... prodding. Oh, it was gosh. horrible. So then I was like... Then they said to me, sorry, do you know what? This isn't going to work. We're going to have to wait to go theatre. I was just like, well, this? at this point, it was just like, whatever, like, whatever. I, I don't think I cared about mm. anything. I was just like, whatever. So anyways, I had my husband there, um, you know, just being as supportive as he could be. And it's a lot, I think. For we'll man. talk about that yeah. shortly. But yeah. yeah, I ended up going into theatre. Mm. I had the operation. Um, and then I remember waking up. The anaesthetic's very strong. So I remember waking up. Was it and a quick I was, procedure or...? No, apparently it was, I think it was about an hour, they said. So it wasn't the longest. And was your husband allowed no, in with you? He wasn't allowed in with me. And mm. I didn't like that. So I remember when they were weaning me off, they were like, no, no one's allowed in with you. And I was just thinking. Why? Why? Like, what's the problem? Mm. But they said no. So it was just me and the, and I had like all these doctors around me. And it was just they, so weird. They didn't put you expect, to sleep? They didn't put, no, they put me to sleep. Yeah. But the thing is, when you, when you're pregnant, right, you expect this day where you're laying down, all the doctors are there, is the day you're giving birth. Mm. But for me, this is the day that they're clearing out oh, the parts goodness. of the placenta that didn't come out and all of this, you know, the mm. rest of the, the fact that my body still thinks it's pregnant and trying to get rid of everything and all of that. I've actually got goosebumps. It's horrible, oh, isn't it? <laughs> so anyways, mm. I had the operation, came into the recovery room and as I was trying to recover, I was really in deep sleep. Like, it was just so bad. Mm. Um, I was coming in and out of it and whatnot. So I was in hospital for quite a while. Um, and they were considering giving me a blood transfusion because I'd lost wow. so the amount of blood that I'd lost was a huge concern for them. Mm. I almost I can't remember the exact um, like level. Yeah, but they literally said they think I need a, a bag or two of blood because they're really That's concerned. Deep. But then thankfully my body started to pick up and they put me on like this really strong um, iron tablets, like really really strong. So mm. they just had me on that and they said, you know what, we're going to leave you with this for now because your body's been through so much already. They don't want to do the transfusion immediately. Mm. Um, They'll leave me on that for now and then they'll, if I get any tired, I should just monitor how I feel basically and then if mm-hmm. not, come back in. So I left the hospital, I think a couple, maybe about four or five days later and got home. Mm. And Why does this not sound good? <laughs> I think for me, it was just, it's one thing to have a miscarriage, but it's another thing having this whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I got it. home, I thought it was over and then I had to go back in and oh, then I was, gosh. you know, I'm bleeding on your chair just in oh, A&E and nobody's gosh. helping me. And there's, you know, it was just horrible. I couldn't walk. My husband was frustrated, you know, speaking to these health professionals saying, surely there's a better way of dealing with this than just leaving us here for two hours mm-hmm. and then having to sit, lay on a bed with nothing for five hours waiting for a theatre. It was just all a mess. Mm-hmm. I think the way the hospital dealt with me they was probably, it, it was extremely traumatic. It was just horrible. Mm. But when I'd gotten home, I think for me, I finally had that feeling of, okay, I think I'm, I've got me back. Mm. And I was just in a hurry to be me. I wanted to go out to go mm. and buy groceries. I just wanted to feel normal. Cool. I wanted oh, to put that in. Yeah, I just wanted to put that, that season behind, behind me. You, yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, I think that wow. was my story. <laughs> that is a lot. Wow, oh wow. Obviously, going through miscarriage, like you said, yeah. that in itself is just, for me, it was like the worst thing I had been through. Yeah. And you just, you you, you deal with the physical loss, mm. but then emotionally, yes. psychologically, you're having to now process, oh, okay, so I've actually lost exactly. my baby. All the exactly. plans that I was starting to make, it's not going to happen. Exactly. But for you... 
when you got home, because obviously everybody deals with things differently, yeah. when you got home and you kind of had that time to yourself to just think about it, would mm. you say you had that time to grieve or do you think you just... How? What was your thought process? Did you think, okay, this has happened onto the next one or did you did it put you off trying again mm. or it didn't put me off trying again mm. um i think because we didn't necessarily try mm. which will probably be very different for someone else who, who actually, actually tried to for the baby, baby. Yeah. yeah i mean i'm not saying that anyone who's gone through my deal makes it any easier but i'm sure that's even harder mm. because you've you know you've really taken a lot of time to try for this child and, and you finally get for the baby is not easy. and then can bam. i put that out there yeah, exactly exactly but i think for me it was just I just wanted to feel normal. I didn't want people feeling sorry for me. I didn't yeah, want the, the whole pity. oh the pity. Mm. I just I just wanted to just be Iola without Can we just the sort attachment of, of everything happened? else? Yeah. yeah. So like, you know, obviously I couldn't do very much. My mum was around, thankfully, very helpful, mm. and my sister and my family. But um I would just do as much as I can, chill, watch TV. I'm mm. a you know, I'd watch my little soaps and mm. whatnot and you know, have a Take your mind my off it. Mm-hmm. Just to just feel I just wanted to feel normal. Mm. So much so that I even ended up going back to work, I think like two, three weeks later. later. But it was a bad choice because mm. my body kind of wasn't ready. Yeah, it wasn't ready. <sighs> but I think like you say, emotionally um, I think for me it took a while to really mm. set in. I think because I just I just didn't know how to feel. Mm. I, I didn't know how to feel. Like nothing was going it's to just change a my reality. Of emotions, yeah, like. and I think because it was just one thing to another to another. I think for me, I was just more. I need to get to my happy place because it's just been too much. Mm. And tears for me wasn't going to help me. Mm. Nothing was going to help me. Everyone's different, and mm. some people need to cry it out. And I'm yeah. totally, totally for that. Mm-hmm. But for me, for some reason, I was just. Numb. Nothing was just going to do it. I just, yeah, I was almost just very numb to it all. Mm. I then I, I got my hair. I got someone to come and do my hair mm. in my house. Mm. Like, oh, come <laughs> do them faux locks for me. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it, the thing is, it was close to Christmas. Christmas mm. was only after this whole happen. This whole thing happened. Christmas was only I think four or five days later. Wow. So it's very close to Christmas. So it's funny because all your family should be around talking about the pregnancy and pro- oh, possibly gosh, bringing Christmas gifts that are baby yeah. clothes. Oh. But thank God, at least it. it it wasn't that people had bought the clothes and then Already, I'm going through that. Already, and then that. you start seeing the ba- newborn. Exactly. Gosh, yeah, that would have been worse. But even like these apps, some of them you unsubscribe and they're still emailing me. No. They were still, e- I've unsubscribed, but you're still emailing me saying the baby's this. I'm like, hello, is it I by force? Can, can you take your information oh elsewhere, please? <laughs> like, hello? I'm not the one. It was a lot. It was mm. a lot. But I think for me, I didn't, I just wanted to, I, I think I just wanted to make sure that it didn't rock my home and my mm. family. I think for me, I can't focus on what's gone, but I can focus on what's here. Yes. And I think that was my that was my mindset. Mm-hmm. So I just thought to myself, God, you know what? I don't know why this has happened. This is a hard time for me, but mm-hmm. I'm going to do the best I can do to just... You're not going to let it affect I, yeah. your happy now. Yeah. Mm. So I was just striving for my happy place. Okay, so perfect setup for the next question. Yeah. How do you feel it affected your relationship because obviously something you've both been through together, mm. it can affect things negatively. Of course. Where, you know, you become distant, no yeah. one really knows what to say. Yeah. Or it can bring you guys closer together because I know for me, I felt like it brought us closer together. Yeah. You know, sharing that loss and knowing that, yeah, you know, there is nothing we can do, mm. but we have each other. Exactly. So how do you feel it was for you and your husband? Funny enough, I'd say mine was the same as yours. Mm. I think um, there was obviously a lot of irritation and frustration with the, like, my husband was very frustrated with the healthcare service mm. and, you know, just the whole process. Mm-hmm. 
I was just very numb. So it's very weird because we had very two, two very different mm, like two emotions running ends. through. Yeah, yeah, running through what had happened. I just had nothing. I was just, it's normally the other way around. It is. It? it is. I don't know. I'm a bit weird. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I must say, I think it brought us close together. I think at first, I just didn't talk about it. Mm. But then it's healthy to speak about it, Definitely. especially with your husband. It's, it's, it's so healthy. Mm. You can't not address it because it will only become a bigger issue over mm. time. So I think it was good that he would like, you know, just kind of check for me, see how ask. you are. And then he would like Aww. slowly just ask like, how are you feeling, so babe? Cute. Just, very cute. <laughs> <laughs> and all of that. And over time, I I became more comfortable talking about it because he would ask me a bit more every, a bit more every day. I'd release a bit more. So mm. then... I think when we spoke, the fact that we would speak about it and I could just be honest and open about my reality mm-hmm. and how I felt. And then I also wanted to know how he felt. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important because I'm not the only... Though I've gone through it physically, he's mm-hmm. also gone through a huge ordeal exactly. seeing his that's wife like that. His, he, yeah. You know, his child that's no longer his child. You know, all of that. Mm-hmm. It's a lot to go they're through. they're trying to also be strong and for they, you they want, exactly. they they know that you're you. the one that's dealing with it. This is it. So yeah. I think it's a lot for him. So I had to... I was also conscious that, how are you? Mm. You know, and I think the fact that we spoke, brought us, it brought us very close together. Mm-hmm. It was it was good. It was a good time to just bond even more, mm. you know, and just show that, you know, sometimes life throws you lemons, but you got to learn mm. how to really how to deal with it. Yeah. Deal with it together, mm-hmm. you know, not deal with it as just me. And mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with having your own healing process, but communication is what stops you from driving yourselves apart yeah because it's very easy it's yeah. very easy to yeah. to 100%. drift yeah 100% and not even realise it exactly um that is deep that's deep um <laughs> so moving on so obviously you've been through that and you mm. feel like it bonded you guys together mm. what was the next step did he did it do you feel like it birthed a new desire to actually now want kids and want to try and did he? Yeah. Did you feel like he was now? Obviously, he wouldn't put pressure on you. But yeah. Do you feel like you saw that glint in his eye now? Like now he actually wants kids. Do you or? know what I would say? For me, I think I th- I was now thinking. Do you know what? Like you know, I want to have a baby. Mm. You know, I want to have a baby. Like yep. I do. It's almost like a it's, chapter that's open. I want, and yeah, now exactly. Just, like you've yeah. introduced me to this, so yeah. I want it. You know, I think for him, he was. He was understanding of where I felt, but I think for him, he's in God's time, and it we will we will be blessed in mm-hmm. God's time. So I think he was he had a bit when more patience due to it. Yeah, exactly. When mm-hmm. it happens, it will happen. Like don't worry, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, it, you know, once I'd kind of gotten back to me, I was very much like quite focused on. Oh, I think you know, like what do you Still think? When should we start it. trying? You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I think it started the try and talk that we never ever really we hadn't Spoke had yet, yeah, because mm-hmm. we hadn't really planned just yet. But mm-hmm. I think then I was like, yeah, do you know what? We are I'm quite in a decent this. time. Mm-hmm. I'm quite, I'm ready for this, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I would say is, uh, when we did get pregnant with my child, now mm-hmm. it brought a lot of doubt in me. Yeah, the pregnancy was difficult for sure because, like, I told nobody. Mm-hmm. I told nobody till. It was even after, I was four months and I was still like, okay, let's tell people. Mm. And my husband was like, come on, like, you know, you're kind of showing, babe. (laughs) And, you know, it's important to have somebody who has faith, Mm. if I'm honest with you, because I think sometimes your faith can be rocks and Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be, but it can be. I'm just being real, we're people. And he was someone who, you know, stayed steadfast. He was like, you know what, God will give it to us. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about that. And when we were pregnant again, he was like, Nothing's wrong with it's my nothing child. Happening. This yeah. before I had my scan, I was like, "How do you know? Oh Something's already happened to our child before. Yeah, How do you yeah. know?" He's like, "No, 
Charles fan, trust me. You know, I was a bit like, mm, mm, is he in a bubble here? Like, yeah, mm, like, mm, how do I deal with this? Mm. You know, but it does make things very, very difficult. I think. And did you find yourself like constantly checking? If you, I went to, to the early pregnancy unit all the time. Like, yeah, I would just go and be like, hi. I, I felt a bit of a pain. I yeah. didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I was you like, just want to check. I need to get checked. Yeah, you need to know because I just wanted to be sure. It I just, so I needed paranoid. to hear the heartbeat. Yeah. Exactly. Every little thing makes you feel like. Mm. something wrong because you, mm. you don't necessarily always know and I think I've always had the preconception that if something's wrong with a baby you'll see spotting you'll see yep. something but obviously my experience that taught me happen. that that's not always the case yeah. so I think it made me much more paranoid oh, um, on, yeah that's I think a really that's good probably point because with me I saw the spotting so I knew that mm. was that was the alarm that was a trigger for me that took me to the early pregnancy wow. unit but not seeing anything I would assume everything's okay of but course. then to know that it wasn't exactly that's deep exactly wow Exactly, so... Wow. Yes. Um, um, so, obviously, you went on to have your beautiful baby. Yes. Now, how old is he? He's seven months old, he's doing so his cute. thing. <laughs> yeah, he's and so I'm, I'm truly grateful. But I think... Do you know what? I mean, I think one thing I realised now is miscarriages are so common. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people realise just how common they are. Mm -hmm. Like the statistics are that one in four people will have a miscarriage. Oh now, gosh. if you think about the group of your friends, one in four, that that's quite a lot. A lot. That's <laughs> that quite a lot. lot. That's quite a lot of people. Mm. So you realise, you know, obviously, because I'm a bit more aware of this kind of stuff, I realise that this thing is very normal. A lot of people go through it, but people internalise a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to, when you're okay to, to share. Yeah, because exactly. A lot of women have gone through this. It's not like a sporadic, random thing that only happens to one in a hundred. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It is actually pretty common and mm -hmm. it's sad, but sometimes knowing that you're not, nothing's wrong with your body and nothing's wrong with you're the way you did. It's not that you yeah, didn't take yeah. the right vitamins. Yeah. It's not that you did too you're much. To blame. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes, you know, people get into a place where they're blaming themselves mm. and they're like, what did I do wrong? Mm -hmm. What didn't I take? Did that's I a dark, dark place. To it be is in. a dark place. I think... Save yourself from that dark place as soon as you can because mm -hmm. once you get into it, I think it's very hard to come to out. To come out. And it, it kind of, like you said, it affects how your next pregnancy is because exactly. you can't help but think in that exactly. way. Exactly, exactly. I think for me, I wondered um, if there was anything with my body that caused that. Mm -hmm. I did wonder that. But I think once I kind of let go of all of those thoughts... For me, I just thought, I'm, I'm still a woman. I'm mm -hmm. more than a woman. I'm great. I'm, I'm strong. Mm -hmm. like, I've gone through this really hard, hard, hard experience. But I've come through on the other, of the, on the other end. I'm mad. still alive. Not... I'm still breathing. Yeah. I'm not going through depression. Like Sometimes you don't know what it is that will turn you, flip you over on the other side, if mm -hmm. you know what I mean. So for me, I think I thought, you know what? I'm still here. I'm still breathing. There's still life. There's still a chance. Yeah. So, And I'm not... Having a child is not what makes you a woman. Exactly. And I think it's so important to know that mm. it doesn't, that's not what makes you a woman. You're, you're still a woman you. in your own right. Yep. And so I think because of that, I was, I'm a firm believer in that. And because of that, I held on to that. I'm still a woman mm -hmm. with or without Regardless, a child, yep. with my story or without my story. Purpose, yep. I still have purpose. Mm -hmm. I, there's still a reason for me being on this earth and I'm going to fulfill it. I'm going to fulfill yes, it. So I did, yeah, mm. I had that fight talking yes. me. That like, I'm really not good. going to let a, a situation mm. change me mm -hmm. because 
there are situations and they happen. We go through seasons, but it's a season. It's not a lifetime. Mm -hmm. So I had to choose. Yeah, and sometimes you have to be intentional about thinking like this. It's not natural. It's not natural. But I said to myself, my season is not my lifetime. My season, mm. my season. And so I said to myself, I'm more than a woman because that's a season. Yes. I can tell someone about that season. Yeah. But this is my life. You know that the season is not going to last forever. It's, it's not. It's going to come and go. It's not. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm a strong believer that, you know, whether or not you've had a child or not, it doesn't make you less or more. Mm -hmm. You know, it, you, you are still a woman in your own right. And especially when you've had you've gone on to have a baby now mm. so you know that there is hope exactly you know, it's not that you're still waiting and you've had multiple miscarriages which some yeah. women do unfortunately but the fact that you've got your baby here healthy yeah i mean labor's a whole different story <laughs> whole different ball game whole <laughs> different ball game but it's important to share it's it important is. to share and just to you know inspire people and let them know that they are not alone exactly and there is light at the end of the tunnel and exactly yeah, I, I just, <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad you, you know, were confident enough to share it because it is, it is something that's very personal, isn't it? It is, and it is. It's not really something, it's not like table conversation, yeah. you know, you don't just overhear someone talking about a miscarriage mm. and, you know, obviously televising it and making it public. There's so many people that you would never even know you're touching, that you're of touching. Course, of so, course, of course. Yeah. Thank you. And yourself also, Samira, you've mm -hmm. gone through the same thing mm -hmm. and it happened to you twice? Twice. 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 I mean, how did you feel? Because obviously, like I said, by this, by my second pregnancy, mm -hmm. I was extremely paranoid. I was constantly getting checked. Mm. And obviously, thank God, everything was fine. But how was it for you going through the second one and then... The first one was... It was hard to deal with because it was the first one. Yeah. But it was easy to deal with because it was the first one. So I don't know if that makes mm. sense. But initially, it was obviously very difficult. Mm. But then what helped me get through it was, okay, this is just something I've gone through. And it's only gonna, it's only one. It's a one-time thing. Yeah. I'm going to go on to have healthy pregnancies. Mm. And that's just it. Let me just close that chapter. That yeah. book It's done. Yeah. But, you know, like you said, the second time I got pregnant automatically all those fears those worries those concerns naturally came back as it i think any pregnancy i go on to have i i will think in that way of unfortunately course. yeah that is one thing that i did take from you know that's one thing that you can't necessarily shake yeah because it's just one of the effects of, of going course. through something like that but the second pregnancy was much more difficult because of the fact that you know like i said i had been through it and i just didn't expect it would happen again, again. but yeah, you know, every pregnancy is different and that one was more painful. Mm. You know, the loss was more painful and I was, um, it was earlier. The first oh, one happened at 11 weeks and the second one happened at eight weeks. Wow. So I think it was good in a sense that it didn't go on too you know, long. Too yeah. long. But no matter how long you're pregnant for, mm. even if it's a week that, mm. you're that you know you're pregnant for, yeah. just the time it takes to naturally bond and start thinking of start planning you know how of women course, are of we course. just our minds of go course. into overdrive yes. and you're imagining all this and <laughs> the nursery yeah, the, the nursery exactly. the, the, the colours the name the exactly name, the gender literally everything oh. you're just planning you know automatically so it was you know horrible to go through but yeah. you know like you said it, it's an experience that it's, it's, it, it brought me and my husband together mm. it brought us closer you know it's a place that I had never seen him in before yeah. and vice versa. So I wouldn't say I'm glad I went through it. You know, it, mm. it was it was traumatic no matter how you look at it. Yeah. But I am I'm happy that in going through that, I have something to help other people, you know, yeah. have an experience that yeah. 
you know, and it, it makes me more grateful for my children now. Of course. Because I know that pregnancy is not it's a not joke. It's not easy. You know, when you, when you haven't been through something like that, you just think, oh, when I'm ready to have a baby, I'll, I'll just, just have, have a baby. baby. But this is it's it. not that simple. It's never that simple. It's not that simple. And, yeah. and can I just say, actually, off the back of that, that... Mm. Funny enough, in between, so just shortly after I had a miscarriage, um, somebody asked me, obviously they didn't know I was pregnant, but they were like, you've been married for a while, Where's your, aren't you guys trying for a baby? Yes. Like, what's happening? What's happening? Like, and I must say, as much as women, I think we love to celebrate each other and we mm. love to, after wedding, it's the natural thing like, oh, when are you going to, you guys have, yeah, mm. you guys plan to have a kid. But I think it's important that women don't ask people yeah. about child, about childbirth or babies. Yeah. Because I think it's a very sensitive topic and it's it's very subjective to you and your home. If mm-hmm. you see me pregnant, congratulate me. Mm-hmm. Until then... Keep your mouth quiet. Keep it, just keep it yes. simple. <laughs> How am so I? True. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> it does, yeah. You don't need to ask me questions like that. Mm-hmm. You don't need... And I do think it's something that women generally should be a bit more aware of. Mm-hmm. Like, let's try and be a bit more aware that you just... You don't know what people are going through. Exactly. So it's so... It's such a touchy subject. You shouldn't just... Ask. Go out there and just yeah, say to you've anybody. Got to be very careful with that, especially if it hasn't. They've been married for a while. Exactly, and they it's probably on their baby. mind. So you don't need to remind them. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? If That's they've been exactly married a while, yeah. it's probably on their mind. You don't need to remind mm-hmm. them. Do you know what I mean? If you care, just pray. Mm, <laughs> like, literally, pray for them. Yeah. You know, send a word. But yeah. I would say strongly that it's quite important mm-hmm. that women don't do that. Mind your business. Yeah, yeah. Literally, like, <laughs> literally. In the most polite way, mind your business. Literally, yeah. You know, it's 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 quite key, mm. but um, yeah, I think it has for me. Like you say, it's it's made me stronger, mm-hmm. um, and I probably will always have that as well. That extra level of paranoia because mm. I know, like, literally every scan I went to, mm. when they're like, "Oh, this is a really big," I don't want to hear it until yeah. I've heard the heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally don't respond yeah. when they're like, "Oh, this looks like a little very big baby." I don't say anything. Mm. How are you feeling today, mummy? I literally just smile because mm. I'm like, basically, you get to just the heartbeat. To the, yeah. Once you give me the heartbeat, then we're we good. can have a chat. <laughs> <laughs> Up until then, babe. Please. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not here for it. <laughs> literally. So, mm. but I just like to encourage anyone who has been through it um, that you know we're living testimonies that you know there is still a chance. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. You know, trying for a baby equally can be very difficult, mm-hmm. but don't be too consumed by it. In God's time, it will happen. It will happen. Just don't be too consumed by it. Um, if you have recently suffered a miscarriage, please do get in contact with us, um, Miss, Ms, Mrs, my email tab on my Instagram. Otherwise, I'll give it to you. It's info at missmissmrs.co.uk. Mm-hmm. Um, we have counsellors that we work with um, who would happily help um, anyone who needs the help. Because sometimes it is a lot and you do need extra help. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. I yeah. think it's important to reach out for help if you know you need it. So, um, and get around the right kind of people. People that encourage you, encourage you, keep you happy. Mm. And communicate, communicate, communicate. Say how you're feeling. Vent. If you need to cry, Vent cry. if you need to. If you need to exactly. be alone, be alone. Exactly. Whatever Do what takes. you need. Yeah. Because it's important. Yeah. It's a season that you need to you need to get over. And you it need it to takes heal. a process yeah. to get there. Mm-hmm. And everyone's process is different. So understand what you need and literally mm-hmm. take yourself through that journey. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, it's better to deal with something in and that season than suppressing the feelings. Exactly. And then, and then you find that there was always something holding you back throughout life and you're mm-hmm. constantly going back to that one pain. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's important to try and deal with it whilst it's still quite fresh and whilst you can. And then let it go. 
and then let it let go. go honestly yeah. let it go yeah and um yeah that was great it was, that was amazing it thank was. you for thank sharing you. it was thank so you. interesting to interview <laughs> you and get someone else's perspective <laughs> yeah you know? yeah we're both women we're both we're both young we're yeah. both married yeah. so i really wanted to compare and contrast and see you know what your experience was like but thank you thank you for sharing it's so weird being on this hot seat, <laughs> the hot seat. <laughs> and it's weird. this is my first time interviewing well like done this, you've so. done very well I must say <laughs> but yes thank you so much for listening um and i hope you enjoyed it that's it today from miss ms missus bye